every minute spent in planning saves 10 minutes in execution. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Execute, a 10-minute podcast to help you lead healthy from ministry to the marketplace. My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Pastor Mark Q. So, Pastor Q, planning and preparation is such a key to really any leader's life. Can you talk a little bit about the value of planning? Yeah, I mean, I think what happens a lot of times because we're leaders, you know, type A personality, boom, you know, kill it, drag it home by Friday, you know what I mean, kind of thing. We we think planning is waste is a waste of time. Mm. We think planning is a waste because it's not producing anything maybe tangible. You know, even if we might be writing it on a whiteboard or on our iPads or you know down on paper or whatever, but it's really really super valuable. We don't do it a lot because it's we we see it as idle idle time. Mm. You know what I mean? We could be doing, we could be putting up the wall, we could be painting, we could be, you know, whatever it is. And and I think planning is directly related to reaching the goal. Mm. And reaching the goal isn't necessarily the goal. It's reaching the goal with excellence. Right. So I think that's the key. What are some know? of the things that you can do to to slow down for a moment and really carve out time for planning and preparation. Yeah, I think we have to remember that there are steps to something. There are, there are steps to anything we do, but there are some key steps to really think through and to really plan and write them down. And I think one of them is, you know, what work actually has to be done? What is the work that actually really has to be done here? Who does it affect? How many people are we going to need? How big of a team? Whatever that is. What's the, what's the cost? So I think that that level of planning, I think what work has to be done how is it going to be done? Mm. How are we going to do this? So maybe we can't do it right now because it's an outdoor project and it's, you know, 21 degrees and it's four feet of snow, whatever it is. I think we also have to ask, how is it going to be done? Mm. When, when is the key, a key point? When is this work going to accomplish? I mean, it could be the right thing to do at the wrong time. And I think that's key. A lot of times for leaders, we think it and we want it to come to fruition really quickly, but we're not asking the timing question, which is, is this the right time to do it? Mm. And I think that's really, that'll slow us. And we start asking, you know, what work has to be done? How is this going to get done? And when it's to be done, those three slow us down enough, Mm. which increases the level of excellence in anything that we're going to produce. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, what work has to be done, how it needs to be done, when it needs to be done, right, right. Th- those those really seem to speak to some level of timing in in exactly. the in the execution. I mean, yeah, exactly right. I mean, in, in Patrick Lencioni has this incredible quote that I really really try to adhere to. And I'm and, and if you if you guys don't know me, if the listeners don't know me, I'm 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 pretty. I like going fast. I enjoy going fast. Fast isn't always good. Fast sometimes is great. Sometimes fast is bad. I get it. So I'm just naturally wired, like, let's go. But he has this quote. It says, every minute spent in planning saves 10 minutes in execution. Oof. It's powerful. It's powerful. Now, guys that are wired like me, like, let's go. Got, that's hard. Doesn't mean it's not true. Mm-hmm. It just means it's hard to embrace. But it is for sure true, even in our organization and other organizations that I've led before. Once you really understand that every minute equates to 10 minutes of execution, 
you you'll really slow down and ask those three questions. What what work has to be done? How does it need to be done? And then when does it need to be done? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think it's a big deal. I think there's something too about planning and preparation that once it is game day and once it is go time, mm-hmm. when you when you have that game plan, it's almost as if like leadership muscle memory kicks into play where you're not having right. to think about what you're doing because you've already done all of the prep work. Yeah. You're just executing yeah. and that allows you to move faster. I know. Oh my gosh. Not only does it allow you to move faster. So great point, but I'll tell you something else. It does when what you're doing has been planned and then you're doing it at the time and the day that you're supposed to be doing it. And it becomes like you were saying muscle memory because you've planned to do it and it becomes muscle memory. What I have found is there's more joy. Yeah. What I have found is there's more joy because you're you're just doing it. There's a part of your brain that when you're doing it not out of muscle memory, it occupies actually the cerebral cortex. It actually occupies that part of your brain. It actually comes from a concept um, uh, getting extraordinary things done through ordinary people by by Posner. And he says that there's this part of your brain that unless you know what to do and have done it before and it becomes second nature, you can't really be joyful. Mm. It's it's something, it's a study they did with, with major executives in the automobile industry. And so what I have found is that when you plan and on the time and the day that you're supposed to execute that plan, mm. it becomes muscle, muscle memory, like you said, mm-hmm. I'm more joyful. Right. Because there's a part of my brain that's not occupied. I'm just doing it. It's kind of like being in your kitchen and somebody says, can you pass, can you get me a fork? You don't have to think, oh, third drawer on the right. And I pull open the drawer and on right. the third section of the, you just do it. You, you're more apt to go, yeah, no problem. Of course I can. Sure I will. Yeah. Right. But when I have to think through all of those steps, yeah. it, it, it kind of cannibalizes the emotion of like joy and fulfillment. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens is we think we're, we think we hate our job. We think we don't like our supervisors. A lot of times this, I don't like what I'm doing. When in reality, maybe if you plan to do what you're doing already and it becomes second nature, maybe you'll be more joyful than you thought. Yeah. And I think <laughs> as as leaders who work with people, when you're executing a plan, it also helps you be more present with people. So that's attached to your joy and your attitude as well. But again, you're not having to think through all the decisions. Of and course. Making things on the fly. You're like, man, I'm actually able to to be there as that cheerleader and that support of my team. Absolutely. And listen, at the end of the day, who if you know that you're helping someone by giving them an encouraging word, passing them a fork, doing whatever, lending them your car, your lawnmower, whatever, who... Who doesn't like that? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't enjoy being the resource to make somebody's experience better or day better? Who doesn't like that? Mm-hmm. Well, you'll increase the chances of liking that and doing it mm-hmm. when you plan and the planning becomes second nature. There's more room for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, we have point. some we have some best practices at the chapel uh, mm-hmm. that we call rules of thumb, and one mm-hmm. of them is game day. Uh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about how that works in our organization and then maybe mm-hmm. how that can apply in the market? marketplace because it's it's fantastic yeah for us i mean you know we have thousands of people that come through our doors each and every week you know and what we say is when you come into our environments whether it's a children's environment or an adult environment we want you to know we were expecting you so we have planned 
for you. Mm-hmm. You know, we have enough toilet paper in the bathrooms, right? Thank God. We have the electricity. The room is at the right temperature. You know, the coffee is brewed and it's waiting. What we say is you walk into a prepared environment because what it does is it conveys value. We've, we've planned for you to be here, much like if I'm inviting you over my house this is what I'm doing. I'm I'm making sure there's coffee or I'm making sure the bathrooms are clean or I'm making sure the rooms are tidy, whatever that is. I mean, we call that game day. Right. And so on game day, you don't prepare for on game day. Right. You you've you've already executed and they're walking into an, an, an environment. Well, it's the same thing in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. That actually comes from the value of back in the music industry, what we would do is when we sent an artist somewhere so that the artist can concentrate on their art, whether it was singing or playing, whatever it may be, the atmosphere around them was already prepared, whether that was catering, whether that was the sound system, the video equipment, that was all done. They didn't need to do anything. Saves all the bandwidth. Of course, it saves all of that bandwidth in their mind and in their spirit and in their persona, in their art. So it's the same exact concept. So whatever industry you're in, however, you can, especially if you're customer facing, if you're customer facing, you want to know, hey, when you open those doors at whatever place, we've prepared for you to come in. It smells great. It's clean. Employees are happy. They got smiles. We're glad you're here. I mean, you come over my house and I invited you, right? And you, I open the door and I got a smug look like, what are you doing here? All of a sudden, I'm not welcome. Well, it's the same concept. Yeah. I mean, that's so good planning preparation. We kind of took a little bit of a detour there, but so good. I mean, but there's some other things. Well, I mean, I mean, what we said was the the planning looks like this. What work has to be done? How is it to be done? When is it to be done? But there's two others and it's where is it to be done? I think the atmosphere is really important to understand in preparation or planning. So if I'm if I'm at a customer facing organization, I can only plan so much at night, writing things down. I might have to be in the environment to really feel or really know what the customer experience is going to be. I might have to be there. So you can only do, so I think we have to also ask where, and then the final thing is how fast can it be done? And that's my personal favorite. <laughs> how fast can this be done? I think I think fast is great. I think there are things that need to be done fast, but if, if all you have is fast, you know, we used to have this saying in the music business, to have loud, you have to have soft. You have to have something to correlate it against. So if everything is loud, then you actually don't have loud. It's just, that's what it is. Right. So you have to have loud, you have to have soft. Well, to have fast, you also have to have slow. I think it's important to plan how much time do you think this task is going to take. Mm. The more you do that, the better steward you're going to become with time Mm. in asking how fast can it be done? Not fast, like, well, if it's... If it's going to be slow, it's not worth doing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying evaluate the amount of time. Typically, what I have found is when you don't evaluate the amount of time a task or a plan or an execution of something a plan is going to take, you wind up taking way too much time. Yeah. You know, plus I'm, I'm a nut about that. I think everything can be done fast. 100%. <laughs> Planning, execution, preparation, any final so thoughts? So important. Now, remember, what needs to be done? How does it need to be done? When does it need to be done? Where does it need to be done? And how fast it needs to be done? Was that fast enough? That's great. Every minute spent in planning saves 10 minutes Yikes. in execution. Yikes. Love it. Thank you so much, Pastor. Yeah. Kim.
Thanks for listening to X with Q. For more leadership content, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.